The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. You need to know that you're the child of a king, and there should be certain things you won't accept as a child of the king. I said in the name of Jesus, from now on you are done with second-class living. with God. It's nothing too hard for God. If you can think it, God can do it. That we're going to recover all. Faith is always present tense. If you're talking about something that's going to be, well, I'm going to be healed one day or whatever, faith won't work because faith is always present tense. Say amen to that. Now, why is it present tense? Because faith knows it's already done. The faith that God gave you is his faith. So you've got the same faith God used to create the universe. And we said that is, that faith will do big things. Faith works for young folks and old folks. Lord have mercy. I don't know how much better to put that. Now, what do I say about that? Because we tend to think that the person is too young to really do this. Well, if they're not doing it and faith is doing it, what difference does it make? Oh, I got you now. I got you now. If, if this person is 12 years old, saved, how many of you know you can get saved at 12? Then they got the same faith as an 80 year old. I'm going to try that one more time. If this child is 12 years old, then they are capable of doing supernatural things as just as much as a person who's 40 years old, who's 80 years, it doesn't make any difference because faith is faith. And sometimes they are capable of using it much better than old folk because old folk have skepticism sometimes, but those kids are what we call dauntless. They are dauntless. They're not timid. They're not fearful. They, they, they are not easily discouraged. These are, that's dauntless faith. Here's a man that was lame. He was on a cot on a bed and they heard that Jesus was preaching on the inside, Mark chapter two. And they went to the door and couldn't get in because of all the religious leaders. And so what did they decide to do? We're going to go up on the roof. Went up on the roof. Come on, help me now. And tore the thing open and let the man down on that bed before Jesus. And when Jesus saw their Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm saying dauntless. It's time for the church to be dauntless. 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 Don't fear a thing. Come on. Don't fear a thing. Don't be concerned about what they're going to say about you. When you drive up in that new car and 
and has the license plate saying paid for. Come on now. When you come into your new house and you don't need a mortgage, when the bank is trying to get you to put your money in their bank, you don't need to explain to nobody. Just tell them I got dauntless faith. I don't care what you think about me. There ain't no fear here. Say no fear, no fear. Here. here. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Cause three out of four times, it looks like nothing is working. But you're gonna have to hold on to your faith without wavering. Say amen to that. All right, number one, the kingdom of God is a new order of living by faith. The kingdom of God is a new order of living by faith. You cannot live in the kingdom apart from faith. This is the way God plans for you to live. Jesus came and he came preaching the kingdom of God saying, repent for the kingdom of God has come. And so what I'm saying is that if you're gonna be a citizen of the kingdom, you're gonna have to live by faith. He said over in Romans chapter one, verse 16 and 17, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is a power of God unto salvation to everyone that believed to the Jew first and also to the Greek for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written to just shall live by faith. In Habakkuk 2, 4, he said the just shall live by his faith. So God wants you to have your faith. You're going to have to produce something out of your spirit instead of out of your mind. You're going to have to produce. See, your spirit is designed to produce it. Your mind, uh, your hands are designed to gather it. Are you with me? No, this spiritual production don't try to get the full understanding of this with your natural mind. Yes, sir. You got to receive it first and then believe it. Got it? So it's got, you got to receive what I'm saying first. Now, what I'm saying is this, that Adam in the beginning named animals. It's Genesis chapter two, verse 19 or so. He named animals. Where did the names come from? God. So the names came from God and God speaks to your what? Spirit. So it came through his spirit and now it came from the spirit realm and now he's going to manifest it either by speaking it or somehow by faith acting on it. Over in Proverbs 20, 27, I want you to see that. Now I want you to read that. Ready? Read. So here is your spirit. Here is the Holy Ghost in you who is God is his spirit. So your spirit is the light bulb that goes into the library of his spirit, searching for the wisdom that it takes to answer the situation that you have. Are you following what I'm saying? And it'll do that while you're asleep because he never sleeps. So he makes a search 
when you put something in before you go to sleep and while you're asleep, the spirit is searching. Now, 1 Corinthians and chapter 2, verse 11, if you put that one up there, look what it says about you and about God. Ready? Read. For one man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him. Now, your spirit knows all about you. It knows things about you that your mind doesn't even know. Now, keep reading. So no, nobody knows God, but God. So God knows about all about God and your spirit knows all about you. And when they come together, you've tapped into all knowledge. Man, you got to get what I'm saying. No wonder Daniel could say to the king who had a dream and his sorcerers couldn't uh, tell him what he dreamed and he threatened him. He said, hey, if you don't tell me, I'm going to cut your heads off. I'm going to kill your families. Now that is really, uh, that's motivation. And, and so what happened is that word got to Daniel. Daniel said, tell him I'll take care of it. And he told the three Hebrews, they sought the Lord. And that night, boy, y'all got to hear me on that night, man. That means you're not supposed to carry any problem over 24 hours. That night. See, that just came to me that night. Am I right about it? Here's Hezekiah, and Hezekiah is trying to fight off this army, and I mean they're closing in on him. It is looking bad, and he got a word from Isaiah, who got a word from God, and he gave it to Hezekiah. Hezekiah began to uh, praise God and open that book and begin to say the things that God said. And so what happened is something happened in Second uh, Kings chapter 19 and verse 20, if you will. Second Kings 19. In verse 20, ready, read. Then Isaiah the son of Amos sent Hezekiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, that which thou hast prayed to me against the king of Assyria, I have heard. All right, that which you have prayed to me against Shenesarib, I have what? Heard. How do you know he heard you? Because of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14. This is how you know he heard you. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire. Now, if you know you have it, how are you going to have to be able to receive it? How are you going to have to receive it? By faith. Don't be waiting on a feeling. Just receive. I said just receive. I'm telling you, God can tell you how to get out of debt by Tuesday. If you'll just receive. Say amen. I'm telling you, God can tell you how to get that apartment building with no money. She prophesied tonight that God wants you to have property. She said it. If she said it, that's the will of God. You can take that and put it in here as a seat. 
something. The Bible is about real estate. Yes, it is. Man. Yes, sir. Is this the right group I'm talking to? Man. What am I saying? You're supposed to be the smartest people that has ever hit the face of this planet. Isn't that something? I don't care what school you go to, you went to, or what school you didn't go to. You have access to the wisdom of God. Proverbs chapter two, God has laid up sound wisdom for the righteous. It's yours. I said, it's yours. All right. Now, what are we going to have to do? We're going to have to keep the faith. Lord have mercy. Keep the faith. Now I'm saying that because once you have faith and turn it loose, you're going to have to hold fast. Say amen. Because the fight is over your faith. You have to hold on to it. Now, let me show you this, because this example he told me to tell you, uh, I flew in the military and went to war. And in the fighter that I flew in is a radar screen. And this radar screen can paint two things. When I say paint, it'll show up on the radar. It can paint airplanes out in front of you. Then you can put it in a certain mode and it'll paint the landscape. Because sometimes you're going in at night and you want to stay 500 feet above the terrain. You don't want to hit a mountain. You're so far. It'll paint that. It'll paint clouds. In other words, there are certain clouds like cumulus nimbus you don't want to go in because they have big, big, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, hailstones that'll try to tear that airplane up and you want to go around them so you can paint where the problem is. Now you're facing an enemy and an enemy's coming after you. <clears throat> now you've got a feature that no longer is the screen showing you all the airplanes, but you can take the cursor and put it over that one airplane and lock on. But when you do lock on, everything else goes away. Now, the good news is you know where he is. The bad news is that you don't know where anybody else is. So faith takes a lock on. Come on now, you got, you got to come with me. You got to come with me. And that's what happened with Peter over in Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 through 31. He said, Master, he saw him, Jesus, walking on the water. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. If that be you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, what? Come. Well, Peter started getting down out of the boat and you know what his friend said, where are you going? See, you're always shooting your mouth off and everything. No, watch out, because faith, sometimes people will ridicule you when you're stepping out. And he stepped out on that faith and started walking on that water and all of a sudden he looked away. 
he looked away at something to his right, at something to his left, and what happened to him? He began to sink. I'm saying that faith takes a lock on. When you locked on to faith, you are vulnerable on every side, but I'm going to tell you just in your language what God is saying. I got your back. I got your back, mate. I got your back. You stay locked on. I got your back. He's not going to come up on the left side. He's not going to come up on the right side. He's not going to touch your kids. He's not going to stop your job. I got your back. Stay locked on. Don't give up. Stay right there. And when you do, watch pretty soon, you're going to make it to the other side. Now give God praise for that because that's what he told me to tell you. He said, lock on and stay there. He said, the waves might come, the wind might blow, but if you stay locked on to the other side, you will go. Amen. Praise God. I'm a poet and don't even know it. So, Ruth, Ruth, she was with her mother-in-law. Ruth and her sister were married to, they were Moabite women, married to two Jews. The Jews married outside of what God told them to marry. Next thing you know, both of their husbands died. And now here's the mother with two stepdaughter, or two uh, daughters-in-laws, and notice what happened. Their husband's gone, and now they needed somebody to help with the money. And the mother-in-law, uh, one of them told them, said, listen, mother-in-law, we, I really enjoyed your company while I was with you, but I'm out of here. I'm going back to my people. And she left. And then the mother-in-law said, well, Ruth, why don't you go ahead with her? She said, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to stay locked on. Come on. Ruth chapter one and verse 16. I'm going to stay locked on. Come on, read it with me together. Ready? Read. And Ruth said, It is free not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Give Ruth a hand clap for that statement. Stay locked on. And she stayed with her mother-in-law. Mother-in-law went back to the country. Next thing you know, she's gleaning. Gleaning is something for the poor. And they, the, the people who are rich are supposed to leave something in the, on the borders of the field so that the poor won't feel so ashamed. They come and pick the pole beans and pick the corn, whatever have you. And here is Ruth and her mother-in-law down there picking pole beans. But on the horse comes a man named Boaz. As he is riding with one of his servants. And he said, Whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who, who is that? They said, Oh, that's that old Moabite woman. No, it ain't no old Moabite woman. Hey, uh, girl, see me at the house. Oh, Lord, help me. She married the richest man in that whole area. Because she stayed locked on. How about this other woman in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 23? And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is you to whom the Lord said, And she said, It shall be 
stop. The man of God came to town, the woman and her husband had never had children, but she was building a prophet's quarters for the man of God fully furnished. And the man of God, when he came in, this time he saw this huge prophet's quarters that was a seed into his ministry. And he got up and said, what do you want? Tell her, ask her, what does she want? Servant Gehazi. And he said, well, she has no child and her husband is old. Do you know what that means? Let me come over here. Do you know what that means? All them soldiers ain't marching now. And so what happens? Look here, he said, next year by this time, come on, help me. You're gonna have a child. She said, oh Lord, don't lie to the handmaid. No, no, when the prophet says it, if, if the prophet says it, I'm gonna speak right over here. If the prophet says it, you better take it to the bank. So what happened and that's what happened is she had a child, but here's the child growing up and now the child went into the field with her uh, uh, dad and, and all of a sudden he said, my head, my head. See, that's Satan coming back, trying to take out the gift. Say amen. And then next thing you know, she brought him into his mother and his mother, he laid his head on his mother's lap and died. Yeah. And she took him and put him up on the bed what a man of God you sleep when he came. And then she come down and said to her husband, oh, can we have one of the servants saddle the donkey? Uh, get, get my carriage ready. I need to go see the man of God. She said, why are you going to see him today? That's what he said. He said, this is not the new moon or the Sabbath. She said this, all is well. Oh, it's a God. All is well. I'm talking about when the devil done shot his best shot at you. You get up and say, all is well. My Lord, my Lord. And I was 23. And another verse, verse 26. Read this one. She had a second chance to start crying, start boohooing. Oh my son, I thought you gave him to me and so forth. She didn't say that. She had dauntless faith. All is well. I'm talking about when your paycheck is missing. All is well. I'm talking about when the doctor just gave you a battle. All is well. When your children didn't come home last night. You're going to walk in. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, again, that's faith to recover all. That David and his men went out to fight a battle, and while he was gone, the enemy came to the camp, ravaged the camp, ran off with everything, you know. Now, here's David, and David said, Lord, what shall I do? He said, I want you to pursue, overtake, and recover all. So that's what we're doing right now. We're recovering everything. So now look at your life and you're trying to recover all. From heaven's standpoint, God has already met your need. God has already healed your body. God has already canceled your debt. God has, you see? 
So if he's already done, you've got to agree with God. So as you agree with God, you say, based on what God has already done, you give the answer. And the answer is going to be present tense. Thank God I am healed. Thank God my debts are paid in full. Praise God. Thank God I'm full of joy. You know what I mean? That's what praise does. Praise praises God even when things don't look right. Paul and Silas in jail prayed and then praised God, just like it's already done. Why? Because in God's eyes, it's already done. And you've got to agree with God. So faith is always present tense. Get the tense right and you'll get your stuff. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. That's all we have for now. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. You need to know that you're the child of a king, and there should be certain things you won't accept as a child of the king. I said, in the name of Jesus, from now on, you are done with second class living. Shepherd with God. It's nothing too hard for God. If you can think it, God can do it. That we're going to recover all. Empowered by today's dynamic message, order Faith to Recover All in its entirety to receive the full three part series. Available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order, contact us at 1 800 711 9327 or online at billwinston.org. I can't thank Dr. Bill Winston enough for being a blessing in my life. I am so glad I decided to partner with this ministry. In 2018, I was drowning emotionally and financially. I was often filled with anxiety and fear. I went to see my doctor, and she referred me to a psychologist. Now, the psychologist was booked for the year and wasn't seeing new patients, so I turned to my Bible. I often found myself reading for hours. A few weeks later, I was in the hair salon and heard my stylist listening to a minister. I turned to her and asked, who is that? He is bold. She replied, Dr. Bill Winston, you can find him on YouTube. Before long, I had listened to all of Dr. Bill Winston's teachings on YouTube and was hungry for more. I began donating to the ministry and then became a partner. Why? Because I was getting so much out of Dr. Bill Winston's teachings. My soul was prospering. I no longer felt fearful. I was filled with joy and peace. Late 2019, the devil stepped in and tried to invade my body with cancer. But God said otherwise. I stood on God's word in Matthew 15, 13. I went through with the surgery to, you know, appease my doctor. The pathology report came back negative. No cancer was found in my body. Before long, I was out of debt. House, car, doctor bills, and many more bills, all paid in full. Since partnering with your ministry, I have paid off close to $1 million in debt. Again, thank you for your ministry. You have truly been a blessing in my life. Thank you, partners. Through your support, we are transforming lives and teaching people how to use the Word to manifest the best of God in their lives. Not a partner? Sign up and become a partner at billwinston.org partner or call 1-800-711-9327.
And together, let's make an impact on the world that cannot be erased. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.